This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, they live. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Everything Chris just said is a lie. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 76. Maybe. No, I'm going to say definitely. It is 76. I'll, I'll verify that. I'm Chris. Big maybe. I'm Brett. And um, this week, we did Day Live. We were... Yeah, we know we said about the Phantasm, but in honor of Roddy Piper, we uh, watched They Live. I always considered him Rowdy. Rowdy? Yeah. I think when I was a kid, probably Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, probably. Because that was a hard a thing to say, you know? Yeah. Yep. He was one of my favorite rights. So in honor of him, we did Day Live. True. I thought I saw it, but I don't think I did. But I knew he was in it. That's got to count for something. Mm-hmm. It's because I knew it. Ah, I see. Yeah. I'd hope so. Uh, huh. Anyway, about this movie thing. Yeah. The thing we watched, which was a movie. I remember. We start off. That's how it starts. Yeah, we start off with it starting. (laughs) Whoa, who's all that coming? Thanks, Chris. And this has your classic uh, 80s-style Carpenter uh, musical score. Not so synth-heavy, but it is just like a weird bass line for 67% of the movie. culture, Chris. Mm, Jazz is not music. What? Nope. (laughs) My mind is blown. I refuse to acknowledge that. (laughs) Some hippie garbage. I want none of it. Well, now we know how you really feel. Yeah, I don't understand it. Just lost all our jazz listeners. Oh, no. Chris. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad they're gone. That's a hate crime. No, they're jazz You're a hate crime. Uh, anyway. Old Roddy Piper is a, he's a transient. Mm Mm-hmm. Wandering around. A a drizifter, if you will. No, I prefer to not say made-up words, thank you. A drizifter? Seriously? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So, anyway. (laughs) He's wandering around L.A. looking for work. Like you do? Find some work at a construction site. It's a union job. Yep. The man says. So he asks it politely to speak to the shop steward. Because he, like, knows stuff. Yeah. He ain't no dummy. Yeah. I am, because I just said, ain't no dummy. Yeah. Yeah, but you are. We agreed. Hooray. Nope. Podcast over. Sorry, guys. We broke it. So he meets up with uh, Louis Gossett Jr. For the record, I know it's not actually Louis Gossett Jr. It's true. But that's what I'm going to call him. So Louis Gossett Jr. is like, Young hey. Louis Gossett Jr. He's all like, Louis. hey, uh, what you call it? I'd probably call him Louis. Louis <laughs> Gossett Jr. Because that's what I said. All right, so Lewitt is like, <laughs> "Hey, yo, Roddy Piper, 
You look like a transient. You want to go uh, hang out with me where I live in the weird shanty town in this vacant lot? They've got food and really nice dishes for some reason. You'll love it. <laughs> and Roddy Piper's like, I'll follow you. Not go with him. From a di- <laughs> I'll stalk you there from a distance. Yeah, he creepily walks 40 <laughs> feet behind him. What do they say? Well, uh, Lewitt says that he don't much like being followed. And Roddy Roddy Piper says... He I, don't like... Follow, he doesn't like uh, people until he knows where they're at. Uh, that was close. We'll go with it. I'll fix it in post. No, you won't. You're right, I won't. You leave it in there. You're an ass. I leave it all in there. All of it. No matter how much it embarrasses my family. That's what she said. Wait, what? Read Ew. your book. So now we're all hanging out at the local uh, fucking shanty town. Old uh, Mr. Piper, he sees some kind of goings on across the way at the uh, local church. And he's curious. He's like, hmm, he thinks to himself. Was that after Rush Limbaugh went there? It... No, that's what made him curious. Rush Limbaugh made him curious? Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. About the church, not about other I things. Did, I meant the church. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So he uh, decides the next day he's going to go check out this church. Goes in there and there's some kind of laboratory... Or they're making uh, sunglasses. He finds out that there's no there's no real church in there. It's all just... Speakers and men talking? Yeah, and they're talking about how they're making this here broadcast because they got to open up the eyes, man. The sheeple, they got to wake up, man. They're all a bunch of Rush Limbaugh's. Uh, okay. Well, just really the one man. But... And he, the rest uh, of them might be. He gets caught poking around by some sort of blind preacher man who's all like, you'll be back. Let me touch your face. Let me touch your hands. You do work. Working man. So he heads back over to the uh, shanty town. And later in the evening, the cops raid the joint. Not only the cops, the fucking all the cops and a bulldozer. Yeah, and the, what was it, the scientific discovery unit or something? Yep. Some fucking garbage. You know, like towns have. So the cops descend on the church with, you know, a bunch of cops in riot gear and the sirens and the boxes of road flares are thrown around everywhere. They really like road flares in this movie. Yeah, cops are always throwing road flares. I think it's because they were new. New, what do you mean? The cops were new or the technology of a road flare was new? Technology of a road flare. Because I'm going to say that's not accurate. You're not accurate. I can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure road flares were a thing before 1988. You were? Yes, I I was (laughs) road flares before 1988, I suppose, (laughs) is what you're trying to say. Yes. Uh, So the cops are here. They uh they bulldoze the shanty town because of reasons. Bastards. They um are chasing everybody off and smashing up what small amount of worldly goods they have. Roddy Piper takes refuge in an abandoned building with Family Man and Family Man's kids. 
And the guy who's smoking them weeds. Smoking them tweeds? Yeah. The next day, after the smoke is cleared, as it were, he decides he's going to go to the church and see if he can find uh, any clues. It's a real Scooby-Doo kind of thing he's doing. Yep, big sandwiches in the back of a van. Uh, yeah. He finds uh, some sunglasses. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Can't eat that. A whole, a whole box of sunglasses. And he's like, well, I'll take these. And off he goes. <laughs> Puts them on when he's on the street and realizes that when he's wearing the sunglasses, he can see all kinds of crazy shit. Yep. This is when the movie gets fun. All the uh, advertisements and such, your billboards and your magazines and what have you. They mostly just say things like, obey, stay asleep. Yeah. Marry and reproduce. Yep. Obey. Submit. Needless to say, Mr. Piper is uh, disconcerned by this. But what really gets him worked up is he's at a magazine stand. You see Skeletors. Yeah. It turns out that we've been secretly infiltrated by Skeletors. Yep. They're everywhere. Everywhere? Everywhere. Somehow or another, cops get wind of him being a crazy person. Yeah. But the cops are also Skeletors. Some. Some cops. Not all of them. These particular cops are Skeletors. Yes. So he does what anybody would do when accosted by Skeletor cops. And he steals their guns and shoots them dead in the alleyway. Yep. Steals a shotgun. Proceeds to run into a bank that is also full of Skeletors. Starts killing all the Skeletors. Yep, yep. Just starts shooting Skeletors. He says the iconic kick-ass chew bubblegum. Duke Nukem! And, um... Runs out of there. Hides in a parking garage. Finds a girl. I'm gonna call her wrong uh, eyes. Bleach eyes? Yeah. Something. Something about her eyes, man. They was all wrong. There are two. The, the color part was whiter than the white part. Yeah. So he um, politely requests through threats of physical violence that this lady eyeballs. Oh, and a gun. Yeah, also a gun. He's like, hey, eyeballs, why don't you, uh... <laughs> eyeballs, I like it. Why don't you get me out of here, eyeballs? That's deep, Chris. That's a real statement about some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So, he's like, hey, here's the plan, Stan. I'm gonna go to your house. Wait, Stan? Yeah. Where'd he come from? Uh, it's, it's just a turn of phrase. It wasn't really a guy named Stan. Oh. Idiot. True. So they go to uh, Eyeball's house, and he's trying to tell Eyeball's... See, now it's back to reasonable about the Skeletors. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to tell Eyeball's all about the Skeletors. And he's like, put on these glasses, you'll see the Skeletors. This conversation would sound weird. And she's all like, look, dude, you you just, like, kidnapped me with a gun? So if I put on the glasses, I'll be like, yeah, I see the Skeletors, it's cool, bro. <laughs> and then it's like, I don't want you to go crazy or whatever. He's like, eh, fair point. I want to take a nap on the floor now. <laughs> I've had a rough day. And she tries to slink off, eyeballs does. And Mr. Piper's like, um, don't be stupid. She's like, hey, dude, I'm just getting some wine, bro. Like, relax, man. What do you think it is? A world of Skeletors and obeying them? Yeah, come on, dude. Chill out a little bit. Jeez Louise. 
So she goes off and gets herself some of them there uh, wines. Gets, yep. gets a bottle of wine. The bottle is important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's foreshadowing. Mr. Piper, not really, attempts to watch <laughs> the television because he's trying to explain how that's how they get you. Yep. And then she cracks him in the head with a bottle and kicks him out of a plate glass window down a hill. Yep. It was fun. It was a wrestling move. I would have contracted, or contacted, I should say, whoever installed the windows in my house. If the first one. What? Contracted. I'm just saying the fucking windows were apparently made of that, like, sugar glass stuff, because he <laughs> fucking went straight through that thing. It's like easy bake glass for kids. Yeah. You would have fucking farted too close to that window, <laughs> you'd have blown it right out. Everybody gets cut from a fart. So old uh, Mr. Piper now is f- kicked out of a window, hit with a bottle, rolls down a hill. Well, not in that order. No, not in that order. But Stop misleading the people. Nope. I'm not going to stop doing that now. Fair enough. That's what he does. This is no time for me to start telling the stuff in sequence. It's of a it, cult. It's events. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a cult. <laughs> All of it? Oh, God. So anyway, Roddy Piper's now hiding from the cops again, <laughs> on account of uh, he uh, got kicked out of a house down the hill, etc. Lost his glasses and guns in the struggle. He uh, slinks back over to the construction site, where he's all, uh, "Hey, Jewett, we're calling him Jewett, right? Is that is that the joke?" Lewitt. Lewitt. Lewitt Gossip. That's that's the bit. Lewitt Gossips Juniors. So Lewitt, whatever you just said. Gossips Juniors. He's like, hey, Lewitt. Gossips Juniors. Come here, I gotta, I gotta tell you some cool stuff. And Lewitt's like, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you shot like seven fucking people <laughs> yesterday, dude. I don't really wanna... Uh, you probably shouldn't be seen, and I don't wanna see you. Yeah, you're not exactly on my list of people I wanna fucking hang out with right <laughs> like, now. Where's that guy who was on that murderous rampage? I wanna see what he's up to. So, uh, Mr. Piper goes and slinks off into an alley... Oh, we're almost there, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And Lewitt shows up, and he's like, Hey, here's a week's pay. Now go fuck yourself. And Mr. Piper's like, Hey... Put on the glasses! Just, wear the, just put these on, these glasses. Just put them on real quick, and you'll <laughs> see everything's cool, and that's why you can shoot 12 people or so. And Lewitt's like, Nah, 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 we're oh, not gonna... Fight. We're not gonna do that. What we're gonna do is fist fight for like 45 fucking minutes. It is the best 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> it might be. Second best. I don't know. The first time he sees that Skeletor man was pretty neat, but that sure was a. That was a pretty badass fight. Yeah, and if you're asking yourself, why would they get Mr. Rowdy Roddy Piper to be in this movie? Fight! Yep, it's for this exact <laughs> scene, if nothing else. Because him and Lewitt, man, they go at it. There's all kinds of fun and exciting... Elbows and back fists and suplexes off of walls and... Groin shots. Eye pokes. Misdirection. Oh, oh. Love. More groin shots. Well, that's love. Okay. The the upshot... That's all I know. (laughs) Gross. The upshot to all this is that eventually Mr. Piper manages to get the glasses on Lewitt, and he's all like, whoa, 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 what's all, whoa, whoa, and he's like, yeah, that's what Skeletor's I was, Skeletor's submitting? Yeah, and he's like, that's what I was trying to tell you, we didn't <laughs> that's have where to, we can kill them, yeah, it's fine, you'll feel more better after you kill about 90 of them, <laughs> 
So they go it off. Makes you feel good. It makes you feel like a real tough guy, like a real big strong man. <laughs> a man. So they head off to the local uh, CD motel to get a room so they can yeah. hide, try to figure we out want the plan. A room. They uh, they rationally discuss their options by shouting at each other. <laughs> And they decide that what they really need to do... Like Roddy Piper does with anyone in any room. The, the plan, if you want to call it that, is to uh, find where the people who manufactured the glasses went. Because obviously they know the fucking score. I mean, they don't know anything. All they know is obeying and killing. Right. Submit. Stay asleep. Yeah, skele- Skeletors. Skeletors? Coincidentally enough, old... Uh, You're coincidentally enough. Maybe. That won't stand up in court, though. It already did. No, that was thrown out on a technicality about paperwork. I was drunk. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't fill out paperwork. Also, you're not a cop. Yet. Oh, good. So Rush Limbaugh shows up. Sweet! At the CD motel, and he's all like, Hey, guys, seems like uh, you're, you're on team glasses now, so... You're in the know about knowing about the know. Why don't you head on down to our uh, little meeting we're having here, where we're going to uh, put guns in piles and get contact lenses and talk about <laughs> blowing shit up. Like and, you do. Three of my favorite things. And they're like, cool, we're in there. So they walk down with handguns in the open. Grenades. They talk to a burly gentleman with a shotgun. He's like, go on in, fellas. And um, the the gist of this... Is that what you take away is... That the Skeletors are some kind of space monsters. Uh-huh. And they're trying to terraform our planet to strip it of resources, etc., etc. And so who wants to be in this strike force? And obviously Mr. Piper's like, duh, me. Grabs, I'm already Piper. I want to be in the strike force. He grabs the biggest gun he can find on the <laughs> table of guns... As this ultra cannon. As Lewitt is just shoving hand grenades into a backpack. Yep. And they're all like, yeah, strike team or something. Oh, cool. <laughs> sure, guns for us, right? And then as this is happening, Eyeball shows up. Oh, Bleach Eye? Yeah. And she's all like, oh, dude, I put on them glasses, and it turns out they're like, they're Skeletors and whatnot everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And they're all like, cool, man. Like, now we're connected on this, like, emotional level or something. Yeah. But then the then the cops come in and they just shoot the fucking place up. Shoot the fucking place up. They shoot Family Man and his kids. All of it. Yeah, they shoot the guy that was smoking all them weeds earlier. Tweeds? Yeah. They they shot Rush Limbaugh. Well. They, they shot they shot the guy that was wearing a poncho. Yep. I like Man and Poncho. Man and Poncho really tied the whole narrative together, I thought. They had some neat credits on this movie. Yeah. Man. Man with haircut. Naked lady. You ruined the end! That's the best part. That's why you ruined it! I know. Oh. Well, we agreed again twice. Nope. Now we have to go through with our suicide pact. Hmm. That's not legally binding. No, it is now. No. Oh. I tried. You did. That was a very convincing argument. You outwitted me. I'm no debatist. Thank God for that, I guess. Irregardless, go ahead. Ugh. So now all that's left of the underground uh, anti-skeletor movement is uh, Lewitt, 
Mr. Piper and eyeballs. Yes, yes. So, Blewett and Mr. Piper managed to get uh, some kind of fancy watch, which doubles as a radio and some kind of porthole device. Yeah, it's a porthole. Yes, a porthole. It makes those little <laughs> round windows and shifts. It's not very useful in most situations, but if you find These yourself just hit the on a boat... If you're ever in a boat and you're like, this hull needs some <laughs> cylindrical holes in it. For the window. Then it's there for you. They realize portals aren't going to help, so they get the portal <laughs> watch instead. Portholes. And now they're trapped in an alleyway with the cops. And some reason or another, the watch makes a portal. Oh, that was, that was good. Some reason or another, way to really lay it out for them. And it wasn't specified in the film. Oh, I'm sorry. You goddamn urethra. You know, yes. you're a dickhole. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. I know what you said, but I wasn't sure if it was. I didn't know which one was right. Yeah, yeah, your urethra is fucking complimentary. I can understand <laughs> why you're confused. Uh, I like where this podcast is gone. See it, you next week, Troy. Anyway. We're out of control. So now there's a big round asshole in the ground. A la Whoa, a big round asshole? <laughs> no, there's a comma in there. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, they jump in the hole and they go into some kind of underground Whoa. passageway. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> All right. They uh they go down the hallway here, and they find some kind of ballroom where the Skeletors are. A congr- ballroom in the big asshole. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I didn't know you were seven. Now it's hot. So the, the Skeletors are all talking to the people about how like. They're a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Because they just killed the <laughs> underground. Did you a little louder? Did I? Brooke? Yep. Oh, you looked. Yeah, you did. I did look. Yep. You got me confused. So now... The so ske- the big asshole... The Skeletors win. They, they stop the underground terrorist movement or whatever. And um, one of the hobos from earlier is there. He's like, hey, fellas, glad to see you're on Team Skeletor now. Want to go take a tour of the place? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. So he shows them all the wonders of the series of hallways. Underground tunnels with lights. There's the transporty thing that's directly in space, I guess. Takes you to the moon for some reason. It's in space but underground. Yep. There's the... uh, Subterranean space. What a world. And then he shows them the crown jewel. The... Broadcast transmission room area. Yep, the cable station. And that's where they're pumping out all of their Skeletor uh, mind control, whatever, to the whole makeup? world. Yes, makeup. That's how that's how makeup works. I assume you'd know. So, um, Lewitt and Mister Piper are like, "Hey, buddy, why don't you uh, why don't you try getting us in that TV studio? We ain't never been seeing no TV studio before." And the guy's like, nah, no problem, man. Let me talk to the guards real quick. And the Skeletor guards are like, um, we need to see, like, your IDs or something. And they're like, pop, pop. Yep, and they just start shooting motherfuckers. Because they're Skeletors. They ain't people. Gangsters? Yeah, sure. I guess so. An old hobo guy that was showing him around just, like, pieces the fuck out with his magic watch. Then they drag him around by, no, wait, they drag him around by his beard for a second. Yeah. Yeah, that that did happen. 
But then he peaced the fuck out. Then he peaced out. Yes. They bust into the TV studio, you know, start shooting some more Skeletors. Decide to head up to the roof, even though Mr. Piper is really concerned that somewhere is eyeballs, because he needs to yep. save eyeballs. Because he loves her because she hit him over the head with a bottle and threw him out a window. Yep. That's what my dad always told me. Yep. Since when you find the right one, they'll hit you over the head with a bottle of wine, throw you out a window down a hill. Mm-hmm. Said you'll know it's the right one when you suffer blunt force trauma. And get thrown. Yeah, out of a window, down a hill. So they are heading to the roof, because they're going to put a stop to this transmission. Along the way, they shoot another 926 <laughs> uh, Skeletors. They uh, accost a pregnant lady. Yell at a lady on a phone. She was on the credits, too. Woman on phone. Mm-hmm. Pregnant secretary, also in the credits. <laughs> Man with pants. Pants, pantsman, as I like to call him. <laughs> on the way to the roof, they stumble across eyeballs. You're a fucking nerd, man. And they're like, hey, eyeballs, come with us. We totally got the shit unlocked now. It's fine. And she's like, okay. So then she does. And as they head to the roof... She double crosses him. Crisscross. Crisscross. Shh. And then she shot Lewitt right in the head. Headshot kill. Yeah, totally. So now Mr. Piper's up on the roof and he's getting ready to shut down this whole operation. And old Eyeballs is like, eh, turns out I'm really one of like the Skeletor sympathizers or whatever. Yeah, I'm not a Skeletor, but... I'm pro-Skeletor. I like the way, yeah, I, I like him. I'm anti-normie. I like I like Skeletors. So, she gets to drop on him. Old Mr. Piper drops his piece, but he had like a secret taxi driver, uh, like a uh, hidden sleeve gun. Yes. And he shoots old uh, eyeballs. Right in the eyeball. Well. Sternum. I don't remember where. Clitters. <laughs> Probably that one. <laughs> I knew. And then, he's just kind of like, the helicopters have shown up, and he's definitely not getting out of this. So he's just like, fuck it. And he just wrecks the damn thing, and they shoot him. Yep. And then, in his dying breath, he flips them all the bird. Yep, because he's Roddy Piper. And they can eat dicks, I suppose. Erections. Or vaginas, I don't know, whichever one is more offensive. They're both erections. Genitals, just generic, non-specific genitals, genitals. But turns out what he did manage to do was knock out the transmissions. Not erections. Okay. So now the transmissions have been stopped, and the whole world can see the uh, Skeletors for what they really are. Skeletors. Skeletors. Weird as fuck. And then like their TV shows now, you can all tell they're Skeletors. The lady humping a Skeletor is now humping a Skeletor. She doesn't seem as upset about it as you think she would. There's bubes. There are some bubes right at the end. And that's, uh, that's They Live, mostly. Tease. In a nutshell. Tease. In a nutshell, I'm scared. I'm not sure why you'd be scared of that, but okay. Nutshells are tiny. Nutshells are tiny. That's why I'm scared. So what did you think, Brett? I liked it eventually. It took forever, but once you put on the glasses and 
all that stuff happened, it just kind of it was nothing but solid gold from there. Roddy yeah. Piper is a pretty good actor. He sure is tolerable. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, it turns out my uh, usual lazy IMDb searching showed That's me where he gets his books at. Showed me he did uh he's got like 123 acting credits Jesus. between TVs and movies. Is that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I would say definitely watch this. It's not the most horrifying horror movie ever. It's interesting though. If you're a, if you're a horror buff and want to watch something kind of different, I would watch it. And it's got that John Carpenter charm to yeah. it. Yeah. That kind of back when he made good stuff all the time, you know, in the 80s. I say if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's another one of those movies that's you should just know about it, have it in your repertoire. Plus, he says some funny stuff. Chris, that's dirty. We can't say it on the podcast. Already said it. You get out of that. Next week, our uh, our dear friend Troy should be back. Troy will be back to yell at me for talking about erections. And we're gonna we're gonna do a little something called an incubus. Incubus. Because according to the horror incubus. show Hot Dog Guys, the hot dog fellers, it sounds like dumb garbage. And they're all like. You guys give us these movies, and we're like, what the fuck? So here's Incubus. Yeah, I thought we was cool. Nah, we is. I am anyway. You might not be. My understanding is that how I stack up in the rankings. Matt seems to be on Team Slaughterhouse Princess. Yeah. Josh is pro me. Charlie's definitely pro you. Josh is certainly not pro me. No, you keep picking terrible movies like you yep. do. It's not your fault you're bad at liking stuff. Lesbian vampires? But no, we're going to do something called Incubus. I don't... It's about an incubus. Incubus. It's, it's got a uh, Joey Fatone. Joey Fat one? Yeah, Joey Fat one. And um, what you call it? Robert England, so... <laughs> what you call it? Robert England. There's two people involved with this movie. Yep. Also, uh, apparently Canada... Woo, go Canada! Decided to listen to a lot of Slaughterhouse Princess, unless my, uh... Unless Podbean is just full of shit. Which it might be. I don't know how accurate it is, but hey, Canada. Turns out there's a lot of you that started listening yep. lately. How are you today? We are fine, thank you. I was being polite to our new listeners. So I can be rude later. Yes. So do I have to talk louder since Canada is far away? Yeah, you should speak up <laughs> so they can hear you. Up as in look up. Yes. I speak. Yeah, look directly up <laughs> towards the sky. Scream to the heavens about Canada so they can hear you. Uh, It'll bounce off of the clouds that make up the bottom of the heaven. Uh, That's terrible. So say some Canadian dude now wants to say something to us, since there's so many of them now. Yep. I mean, not now. I assume there's always several Canadians, but... Well, I mean, it depends on your definition of the word several. Um, or you can find us on the Stitch Tunes. That's good. That's good that you did it like that. That's really good. I'm very proud. Or the Facebook Slaughterhouse Princess. Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. Slaughterhouse Princess.com. Tune stitch. That's still not a real thing. 
No matter how many times you say it. What, what about Reddit? Maybe somebody could go to the Reddit. Reddit. Come on, guys. Stop by our subreddit. It's it's very empty, and we're sad. It's called Slaughterhouse Princess. I put my movies on the wrong list. I fixed it. I'll fix you. Put that on it. Put that on it? Just that? Yep. Isolate that burp. Isolate that burp. Pump up the reverb on it. I'll reverb the shit out of that thing. Uh.